the problem of taking over your father's estate agency. Today, I'm joined by Jonathan Morgan, who took over from his father's five or six branch estate agency a few years ago. Jonathan, what did you have to go through when joining your father's estate agent, taking over your father's estate agency? Was it a silver spoon? Uh, no, it's been a long and winding road. Um, essentially, to try and take a business which is already successful and then put your own stamp on it is probably one of the hardest things to do. You know, we've got a very good brand allegiance where we are. It's recognisable. But there's that burning desire to make something your own, to hopefully improve it with everything you do. Now, you don't always get it right. Um, hands up to that. You know, we don't always get it right. But the hardest thing is is having the courage to do it and then sometimes convincing the people inside the, the ring, really. Who's been used to the way it's always been done. Yeah. Because you did make some changes when your dad left in, in 19, didn't, didn't you? Yeah, we've, we've made some big changes. So, you know, um, becoming paperless, centralised phone numbers, new websites, adoption of social media, videos, tours. These are things that we didn't really do. Um, it was always left to run in its own devices. Um, and I've been in the business for a long time, so I say 15 years of actively involved in it and having a say in how it works. And only now, still, we get to the point where everything is uniform and every office does everything the same. When you came in and took over, did you have any kickback from the team? Every day. Every day. And, and we still do now, you know. What, what your dad wouldn't have done that? Um, as blunt as that? No, my, yeah, basically. So, sometimes, yeah, it's a case of that or it was the, the thing of having two people in charge, there's always that option to create a divide or go to one and then the other. Children do it from you know the age of three if mum says no, dad says yes. Because you became a director in the firm a few years before. Were they playing one off against the, the other between you? Uh, yes. Okay, but you got the reins in 19, so yeah. everything had to go through you. Yeah. Was it better? Um, define better. <laughs> well, okay. So, again, d divide and conquer, would you reckon, you know, but what staff playing one off against the other, yeah. I mean, we, perhaps you say kids do it with parents, mm -hmm. that must have been really tough. Very much so. And it also makes you question yourself as well. You know, like you, you might have a brilliant idea that you know is going to work, but if everybody's not behind you and then it's difficult at the top, then it's not going to work. And especially if it's a split decision. Um, so the advice that I've got for anybody that is going into that level that they're going to be running a family business. You've got to have a very frank and honest discussion with your parents or whoever you're taking over from as to who has the final say. Um, like me and my dad are, have a wonderful relationship and we, we very rarely ever quarrel. The only times we ever have has been a difference of opinion within work. That could be avoided and going back and learning the same mistakes. You've just got to make a decision as who that buck stops with. Because no, no, someone in the family business isn't just going to walk out. I must admit, my grandfather did at the book, family butcher shop and, yeah. and buggered off to Africa. In, <laughs> in, I'm not joking, in the 50s, um, and threw the keys of the butcher shop at my, at my dad. Not in a nasty way, but, yeah. but you know, he says, I'm emigrating. And I think he was like 21. Mm -hmm. I mean, bless him. Um, would you say that the tricky part is the transition of those few years? That's the big one. Yeah, I think there's, there's two very big pieces to that puzzle and the first one is that when you are the the son or daughter coming up and you you feel that overwhelming sense that you should, it's now is your time it's the it's not entitlement but it is entitlement you know it's because you want to do it well I certainly did you know my passion is I want to do this I, I know I can do it let me do it let me do it you know and I love my dad for keeping me back in that box 
but it's it's very hard because it eventually will roll over and this, the the younger one will have the, the say. And it's that bit because it, it's often very hard for the person leaving, you know, so letting the reins go. So stage stage one is being given some power yeah. or responsibility where and he was holding you back and you didn't even make your director. Then he, then stage two is the transition over a couple of years where you're both in charge and yeah. staff in the office play one off against the other and go to one. And, yeah. and again, the first one can only be sorted out through patience. Yep. The second one is sorted out through by the sounds of it, communication and patience. <laughs> okay, that, that's it. You've got everyone's got you. You know, did you and your dad almost work out that there were colleagues in your office playing one off against the other? And yeah, you know, and not from um, not maliciously. No, no, not maliciously. No, just you know, it's habit as well. You know, if, if there's people that have always gone to one person for every answer for for twenty years plus then they're going to still go to that person as long as they're involved. Um, where I was really fortunate that me and my dad had very separate roles within the business. Um, you know, the, the advertising side of it, the bit that we brought together, bringing houses to the market, how we looked, he, he let me run with it, you know, and, and that was great. I think that would have been even harder if he hadn't have given me that sense of responsibility. Uh, and then the actual running of the business, that's about you learn over time. You got the full reins in 19, so now you're responsible but then your dad's still in the business. Again, on the third stage, how do you sort out that people still don't go to him even though he's not got any equity, you know, um, responsibility? My dad was a star with that because he just said, that's Jonathan's problem now. You know, and that literally, you know, and it was it was one day he was there doing it and, and helping and then the next he rang me and said, look, you know, you do it now. Time to take control. Yeah, and it was great, you know, and like I said, we talked earlier, it, it's taken me a long time and a lot of different job roles a long time together. Like I interviewed some people, and I was like, "What's what's your goal?" It's like I want to run a branch within a year. Um, you know, it took me ten. You know, they, it, there's a real lack of appreciation for what goes into that. And like an industry, we're incredibly flawed because we make great salespeople managers, which strangles them from being great salespeople. Indeed, it, it's the wrong career line for, for yeah, agency. We, we, yeah, we we promote valuers, and they're because they're good valuers, but quite often a good valuer doesn't make a great no, manager. No, we we find you know. We, we touched earlier, attention to detail, you know, that's not my bag and I've got great people that do those details for me. You know, most of my calls in the morning are unloading. Whereas my dad, I suppose, looking back at it now, did that to me. Yeah. You know, he would ring me and be like, right, you know, so I was doing that for him without realising. So it's just that natural progression. Thank you for your time today. No problem. <laughs>